0: the New York the shortstop, number two.
1: Welcome back. This is episode 179 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You! <laughs>
2: What was that all about? A little delay there? You had a little delay because... Yeah,
0: you stumbled. You're so, stumbled me- you're so
2: mentally weak that when you go off your routine just a little, like last week, you can't help yourself from doing it week after week because you're just thinking about it. Like it, I wasn't. It you overcomes you. You
1: were waiting for it. You it overcomes you. It. Because guess who's going to kick your ass in the game this week? Stack Guy Rye. What up? What's the uh,
2: score? We're gonna. What's the score? A uh, lot for, to a little.
0: A
1: lot to a little,
0: like thirty-three to
2: fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Mine being a lot.
0: What's, what's the score? What's no? Seriously though, what's the score? Uh, it's thirty-four to fifteen
1: right now. Ryan is Ooh. way ahead. Chris needs a big, big week. We're gonna do the game early this week, uh, and we hope that you also go on iTunes and drop a five-star rating and review. Let us know how you like the game. If you would like us to do more games on the show, I don't know yeah, what else. You want to get in to. on it? You know, me but. and Ryan
2: were talking about it because we see each other more because we're brothers. Um, but we were talking if you about.
1: Were, if you were Drake and Josh, who's Drake and who's Josh? Who's I'm the annoying one? Oh, you're the yeah. your fat annoying one. So you're definitely Josh. Okay. You look like it. That's fair. You're, you're, you're Josh Peck before the weight loss.
2: What's yeah. his name in real life? Josh Peck. Josh Peck. I hate him. Um. So we were talking like if this is If this continues to be popular We should do something At least a couple times a month Or every show I don't even care But no at least once a month Where we involve The listeners But it could be like a WFAN thing Where people can uh, Sign up for us to call them During the show And then when we call it's the same question Until someone gets it and whoever gets it wins you know how they do that? Like Mike will ask him the same Super Bowl question 45 times until someone gets, nope, next. Okay, okay, next. Next one. Right. Maybe Ryan could even do it as Mike Francesa. Yeah, sure. But I think people yeah. like trivia. I, I really do. I think it's okay. very popular across okay. the board. All right. Let's Didn't, you try that?
0: Okay. Didn't you try
1: that one time, Ryan? When we were doing something that you did it as, as Mike?
0: Uh, I don't know, maybe. I don't remember.
1: So Chris, I would have a bone pick with you all week, by okay. the way. I know you you're not gonna admit this, but I know that you did this shit. You dubbed your the act old recordings of the open on last week's open. What do you mean? I listened to it. Unless I'm hearing shit, uh when I went to Stack Guy Rot, you booed or some shit? Oh yeah, I did.
2: No, when you yeah. came to when you yeah, yeah, I booed. Yeah, fuck you that. You added that in. We've you done a hundred. This post, is a hundred and. No, I no, I booed. This is a. This is our hun, 179th ninth episode, and we've you opened You added something in post production. I know you did. No, I did not. We've we've been doing the same thing pretty much every open of every show, and because of your favoritism and bias to, towards Ryan, you break routine. Sure. Ryan, Do you feel
1: this favoritism bias towards you?
0: Well, maybe a little bit, but it's, it's that, you know, I'm not I'm not complaining about it. <sighs> <sighs> All
1: right, so you guys ready? You just want to jump right into this? You want Hell to get into yeah, the game. Dude. Yeah, let's, let's do go. it. All right. So, we're in we're in week number 4. Chris can actually be mathematically eliminated, but he has promised to uh still play next week if that's the case. They are playing for the uh, right for the winner to dye half of the hair of the loser, the color of um, the winner's choice. Now, you're now, Chris, your wife was saying for us to think about the color that we, <laughs> we want to use because you have dark hair. So she's advocating that we don't
0: use pink, which means to me that she we really should use pink, Ryan. If that's I might, case. I might just do a shade like two or three I shades said that dark, too, darker or three shades darker than his hair color now so it's like people just look at him like what's something happened to his it's day. actually
2: right that's actually a phenomenal idea because i am starting to gray and do you know how bad people look when they try and dye their gray <laughs> hair but and then you look at them and you're just like that just doesn't
0: that just yeah, doesn't look good it's a botch dye job it's just
2: not natural i would actually I look think- more of like an idiot yeah, I think would. you should do that. I think you should do half his hair jet like jet black. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that's actually funny <laughs> yeah. as hell because it's not. I love subtle. I love subtle like humor like that where people will wait and look at me for like twenty minutes and try and figure out what the fuck's wrong mm-hmm. with me before they actually say something.
1: Because if you do his half his head pink, people would be like, You're "That fucking asshole with half his right. head of pink hair." But if they, if you dye his hair jet black, and they're gonna see, like it's gonna be they're like they're not few, gonna say anything. Most about people it. won't they're, say they're anything. Gonna, no, no one will say anything, but they'll be thinking in their head like, "What's Is up he okay? with this guy's
0: hair? Yeah, something's like, wrong
1: with him. Yeah, something's <laughs> wrong, like something's definitely wrong with him." That's actually I would rather good, people. Yeah. I I would rather people think that there's something wrong with you. I I agree with Ryan on that. I agree. All right. So we will run down the rules uh, really quickly here for those of you that have not um, been paying attention since we buried this at the back of the show with annoying talk about the owners and the players, which we will talk about. But we'll bury that at the end of the show this week. Um, Seven players, three clues to guess the player. If you guess it after the first clue, three points, two points after the second one point after the last clue. Now you can pass three times in any given week. If you do not pass and you guess incorrectly three times, you lose three points. Now Chris is down by 19 points right now. So he needs a big, big week uh, to keep things going. So now let's get our stat of the week up uh, to see who will get to go first.
0: Let's see. who will I references. think, I think I answer first uh, this week. What do you mean? You think you answer first this week? No, you got to guess this for the guests for the staff. Yes, I mean. you do. Because no, I price his I I right. You last week.
1: Whatever you guys want to do, if you want to, if you, if Chris wants to succeed that, because uh, it's just kind of like guess it out loud.
2: So no, you can guess first. Okay, 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 um, okay, okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Roger Clemens retired in 2007 after pitching uh, uh, for the Yankees through 99 innings. What was his earned run average that year? In what year? Sorry. 2007. Uh, 476.
0: 434. All
1: right, Chris was closer. It was 4.18. that's uh, not bad. All right. So Chris has earned the right to go first. And here we – can you guys hear me all right? Because the video's is yeah, live. I want to make sure the audio is good. Audio's good. All right. So here we go. Clue number one for player number one. I hit just five career home runs before smashing 35 in the last two
2: seasons with the Yankees. Okay. Do not start the timer because I have to ask you. need to clarify the last two seasons like as in the last two or in his last two seasons with the yankees i don't have to clarify that yes you do I no I you don't. absolutely do that's bullshit you can clarify it. you can clarify it. i'll
0: take my Hi. headphones off
1: <laughs> he is so he's toying with you right now he doesn't even want the clarifications does it, does it mean... Listen that? to the clues. This is your... No, your clue like you, no, your is, clue is not... Drawing,
0: your
2: clue is not clear.
0: Is, I, I see baseball I, reference in Chris's reflection on his, on his glasses.
2: Are you oh, saying I, that in the players... reference all, okay, No, no, no you dick. <laughs> no, I don't what, stoop down to ahead. your guys' levels. Dude. Is this... Are you talking about his last two seasons with the Yankees or the last two seasons as in... <laughs> Maybe they're the same thing.
1: Okay, fine. Listen to the clue. It says it all in the clue. Okay. Ready? Want me to give it to you again? Yes. I hit just five career home runs before smashing 35 in the last two years with the Yankees. Your timer starts now.
2: Oh, shit. Uh, Luke Voigt. Yes,
0: Smooth Boy is. Wow, nice, Chris. I wouldn't have got that. All right, Chris is
1: on the board. Chris is on the board in a big way here. Okay. All right, player number two. Here we go. I drove in six runs in my major league debut, which is a record.
0: Miguel Andor? No, that
1: is incorrect. Chris, would you like to make a guess or hear the clue one more time? Glaber Torres. It is not Glaber Torres. Alright, clue number two. The Yankees sent Adam Warren packing to acquire me for the 2016 season.
2: I see you fucking reading, you scumbag. Me? I see your eyes. Dude, I swear on my children. Wait, can you give me the question again now yeah now he's got you guys, 20 you seconds guys can't,
0: you guys can't talk while i'm trying to answer a question here I'm, jesus it's like all golf. right all right here we go
1: the yankees sent adam warren packing to acquire me for the 2016 season what i i
0: don't know i'm gonna pack. It.
1: All right, Ryan's gonna go hit up with a pass on player uh, on uh, for this round here. All right, Chris, you want to hear the clue again, or do you need? Do you want to make a guess here? No, give it to me one more time. The Yankees sent Adam Warren packing to acquire me for the 2016 season. incorrect. All right, here we go. Final clue from Ryan. I played the last two seasons in Miami because the Yankees acquired a certain NL MVP. Starlin Castro. That is correct. It is Starlin Castro. Ryan on the board with a point. (laughs) All right, here we go. Chris is up here. I hit my first home run. uh, Excuse me. I hit a home run in my first major league at-bat in 2016. Tyler Austin. Yes, it is Tyler Austin. Damn. All right, Chris making some headway here. Here we go. We got player number four. Who's up, Ryan?
0: Yeah, I'm up.
1: I pitched for four teams across nine seasons before coming to the Yankees in 2015. So incorrect. Ryan, here we go. Uh clue number two. My departure signified something this generation of Yankees had never seen before. Alright Ryan, what do we got? I'm
0: here passing. I'm passing.
1: Alright Ryan's gonna go with another pass for player number four. Chris, you need to hear the clue one more time? Yes, please. My departure signified something this generation of Yankees, uh, this, this generation of
2: Yankees had never seen before. I'm not allowed to ask for the first clue again, correct? That is correct.
1: You're supposed to have that in the back of your mind. These things are all connected. All right, here we
2: go. Phil Hughes.
1: You got? No, it's not Phil Hughes. I know it's not. I just said. All right, last clue. Me leaving, men, lightning, and red thunder would soon appear in the Bronx.
0: I'm, bl- I'm blanking on who this is. I kn- I knew it was that trade. All right, we need an answer, Ryan. <sighs> Damn, I... I we're out of name. David Robertson. It's not David
1: Robertson. Andrew Miller.
0: It is Andrew Miller. Wait, what was the first clue? I, I was taking a starting picture. Why didn't I just say Andrew Miller? All right. Chris has got seven points here, so he's, he's closed the gap
1: to 35 to 22 right now. He's in the game. Not bad, not bad. All right, here we go. Who's up? Me. All right. I only pitched seven seasons in the big leagues and spent both of them and spent all of them on both sides of the rivalry. I will clarify what oh, okay, the rivalry thank is. You.
2: Do you, do you really need that clarified? Is it? It's the Red Sox, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, give me the question
1: one more time. Alright, I only pitched seven seasons in the big leagues and spent them on both sides of the rivalry. Nathan Avaldi. No, Damn. that's incorrect. Oh, Alright, Ryan, you want to hear it again or do you guys want to make a guess? Yeah, give me that clue again. I only pitched seven seasons in the big leagues and spent them on both sides of the rivalry.
0: Oh, I can't think of this guy's name. I'll think of it.
1: All right, I need a, I need it. A... Andrew Kashner. <laughs> no. All right. I chose my number because I'm a big fan of Dennis Rodman. Or did he... Alright, Chris, time's up. Throw something out there. Pass or give me a
0: get? Man, I don't know. If this one. All
1: right? you want to hear it again? Or just want to throw something out there?
0: Ramiro Mendoza. No, it is
1: not <laughs> Ramiro Mendoza. Alright, Chris is up, right? Final clue? Mm-hmm. Alright, I was a jack-of-all-trades pitcher that some called the new Ramiro Mendoza.
0: What are the odds of that?
1: Um, Mike Myers? No, that's incorrect. You passed this round, right?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, so no. Uh, n- Ryan, do you need to hear it again?
0: Yeah, give it to me again, but I have no idea. You stumped I'm not- us on this one.
1: I was a jack- jack-of-all-trades pitcher that some called the new Ramiro Mendoza.
0: I feel like it's this guy i just can't think of his name and if it is this person he was just playing on the yankees recently and he didn't make the team he was he was in spring training but i don't i don't know if that's him i don't know man all right guess or pass do i have a pass left yeah you do all right yeah i guess i'll pass all right so nobody
1: earns points that round First wow. time ever. I was thinking too far back. I think. Throw just throw a name out there if you. I really no. You stumped me. Alfredo Aceves. Oh, wow! Oh
0: my God! Yeah, ninety-one. Ninety-one. That was
2: Dennis Rodman's number. That was Dennis. I couldn't what think was... of. That was With a the... really good clue, but I don't know enough about Dennis wow. Rodman to even. Oh, damn, oh. tough week. <laughs> Alright, who's up here?
1: Ryan. Me. Ryan. My first major league hit came in the kingdom. each row No well, It might be. Yeah. It might yeah, but be but blue. for this player it is not. Yeah. Okay. Chris, you wanna hear the clue again or you wanna make a guess? Give me the clue one more time. My first major league hit came in the kingdom.
2: Tina Martinez? Again, it could be, but not not for this (laughs) set of
1: clues. And we already used Tina Martinez. I'm not using any players twice. Okay, ready, here we go. Despite the Yankees' long and illustrious history, I am the only player to achieve this milestone while playing my entire career in the Bronx. What milestone? If I give it to you, then it gives away the fucking player.
2: And it's not your turn, so shut up. I'm so pissed, dude, because I wish I just went with my gut. Because I was thinking back to the playoffs of '95, but I was like, no, I'm pretty sure the debut hit was in Cleveland, and blah blah blah. But it's Derek Jeter. It is Derek Jeter. Yes. I, I he's the first person to come to my mind because I knew he I knew he uh, got. Uh, into that game but i just for some reason when that when he played his first full game in cleveland like that in 96 i could have sworn that that was his no league. he didn't
1: play his first full game in cleveland he had he played plenty he played enough in 1995 he just didn't lose his rookie status
2: whatever i guess that's what i'm thinking of. all right so, so here I we go final to. final player for the week who's up who's me or ryan me right Thank you
1: all right Ozzie Guillen certainly didn't miss me when I was traded to the Yankees.
0: This because I think there was a history where this player didn't like Ozzy and they didn't get along. And Nick Swisher, it is, it is the
1: Swisher suite. Boom, baby. swish.
2: Boom.
1: Yeah, you got four, right? All right, so here we go. The tally at the end of week five Ryan adds four points to his total for 38. Chris with a big week with three, six, 24. seven, nine. For 24 points, Chris is down by 14. It's a tall mountain to climb, but he's still alive for the final week.
0: Next week's it. That's it.
1: Yeah, there's 21 possible points on the line next week. Ryan's just got to really kind of hold his own here, make sure Chris doesn't hold
0: this lead. It's like a big lead. I just got to contain it.
1: When Ryan, Ryan's just got to really. If Ryan knocks out two of the questions that he gets on the first try, Chris is toast. That's it. That's all he's yeah, got to do. It. At
2: least we have a battle going in, and I promised yeah, sure. you that we would. So sure. a man good job word. this week. Good job. I can't believe you guys were stumped on Alfredo Sevis. I didn't, yeah. You know, there's just certain players that, even if you love them, you just forget they exist. And Alfredo Sevis yeah. is kind of one of those players for me.
1: Yeah, I didn't I, want to go too
2: obscure, but I didn't think he was that obscure. I got to say, too, really good clues this week. And I'm just so pissed I didn't go with Jeter. Yeah,
0: that's big. That was an extra point.
2: Man, I'm so mad.
1: Uh, What are you going to do? Well, speaking of Derek Jeter, he was uh, highly – he was picked in the – what was he picked? Number six overall. Is that correct?
2: Uh, Yeah, because the Reds – right? The Reds had fifth pick, and the Yankees couldn't believe he was still there come come the sixth, but he was –
1: well, we're bringing yeah, up
2: yeah, six, uh, six
0: selection. Yeah,
1: we're we're bringing that up because last night, when we're recording on Thursday night here. Uh, Wednesday evening uh, was the first round of um, the Major League Baseball draft, and in the first round with the twenty eighth overall selection, the Yankees took a catcher out of the University of Arizona named Austin Wells. So again, the Yankees are um, using high.
2: Uh, is what, Austin Wells? Is he a Hall of Famer? What? What is <laughs> Austin Wells? Did he end up being a Hall of Famer? When the- I don't get. I don't get the the, uh, the Aust- point of yours. Was he the? You just said he's the one that they picked instead of Jeter, correct? That's not what I said. I, oh, bro, this is trying- for this year. Sorry, I was distracted. Are you, are brain damaged. I actually am very dizzy today. Yeah, yeah, he was saying he was a little dizzy before we started this.
1: Yeah, so. that was his cop-out because he he didn't really know if he wanted to come on and, and, and lose. Today, no, but he, no, he I was it. trying.
2: Get... I got to say, the, the game excites me.
1: So on Wednesday night, the Yankees used their first-round pick on catcher Austin Wells out of uh, the University of Arizona. Uh, this is a bit of newsworthy because the Yankees have been using a lot of high draft picks on catchers lately with uh, Anthony Siegler and who else, Ryan, looked that up. Who else did they recently draft in the first, second round of, as a catcher? Uh and also, I did not know this, but two years ago, the Yankees actually drafted Wells in the 35th round, but he decided to go to college, which kind of worked out for him because you kind of get a lot more money when you're a first round draft pick as opposed to being a
2: 35th round draft pick. Well, I was thinking about it, right? Sorry, Ryan, if you have the answer, you can go.
0: Uh, it was Siegler and uh, the other catcher. Wait, I don't know. It doesn't have. It doesn't have another catcher on here. Wasn't it someone that was another position too? Clark Schmidt. Sh- no,
1: Clark Schmidt's a, a pitcher.
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh, he must have not gone in the first round. This is the first. Yeah, round I'm pretty pitch. sure.
1: It's,
0: uh, no, I. A high draft
1: pick. Also, I think they drafted somebody like in the second round.
0: All right, I'll
1: keep
2: looking. Anyway, I was thinking about it today, like. What's the average like not non-superstar just the average amount of time it normally takes a minor leaguer to come up through the system? Right? Like how many years? Uh, what would you say? If a guy's drafted right out of
1: college, you know, maybe 3 or 4 years if he's a or
2: if he's like a real legit prospect? All right, so in 3 to 4 years, maybe the Yankees are ready and willing to reevaluate Gary Sanchez? And see if he's their best fit behind home plate. But right now, this means nothing. And it's always good to have good catching. I think a good catcher, if they're drafting these guys because they're good overall catchers and they're very rare players, they're great for trade as well. So I don't think it implicates as much as some people think, to be honest. I mean, if these guys are that good that they're going in the first round like this, they got to be pretty rare players. And they could pan out to be good trade bait.
1: I can't find it either. The Yankees did draft. Weird, yeah. I know. I'm, I, I'm it might have been
2: the second round.
1: It was Josh last year. Bro, Josh fucking bro. I can't believe we forgot that name. In 2018 he was a <laughs> second
2: round draft pick. Yeah, so I mean, it's never bad to load up on catchers, right? Uh, it probably isn't, but it
1: just seems that the Yankees in the last three drafts in their top uh, in their top six picks, three of them have been catchers. When they have a catcher,
2: yeah. Well, we all know the we all know the judgment is of ind- is this an indictment on Gary Sanchez? I don't think it necessarily is directly, but I think the Yankees are smart, and I think that they are. If anything, I, I don't think it has to do as much with Gary Sanchez's talent. And his skill behind the plate as it does him not staying healthy the last couple years, if anything. So, if you want to put, if you want to have that argument in that sense, I'd say that's more likely to me than them not having faith in Gary behind the plate.
1: I understand that baseball is a lot different than it is, say, football. Like the Giants just drafted uh, Daniel Jones last season. They weren't going to go out and draft another quarterback this year because that would say, hey, you know, we don't believe in Daniel Jones, which is obviously not the case. It's a little different in baseball because, like we said, there's usually unless you're like a superstar, you're usually in the minor leagues for at least three to four seasons. Right. So but in those three to four seasons, when, you know, Josh Bro was drafted or Anthony Segal was drafted, you're still thinking that Gary Sanchez is going to be the starting catcher for the New York Yankees. And now uh, Austin Wells uh, drafted in 2020, are you thinking that Gary Sanchez isn't going to be the starting catcher in 2024?
2: Is that a possibility? It's def- I mean, listen, it's definitely a possibility. I don't know. Gary, San- if Gary Sanchez doesn't, and I'm not talking about his defense behind the plate, because I think he's shown me enough where he's just worked really hard to be a good catcher and he's got a friggin' got one of the strongest arms in the league. I think if anything, if Gary doesn't start stepping it up in postseason spots the way we need him to, I think that's where Gary's going to hurt come four years from now or whenever he signs a contract again. When does when does he resign next year? Uh, like when does just... he when does he become eligible to? He's not a free agent until I think he
0: still has another two years
2: of arbitration. Let's see here. I'm I'm on spot track right now. We'll take a look here. And I mean, if here's the thing, if you didn't have, if you didn't have Stanton on this team for 400 years, he's arbitrary. He's a free agent after the 2022 season. All right, if you didn't have Stanton, so on this yeah, team, that's
1: you know what well, I didn't even realize that. So yeah, maybe in 2024, 20, 2025, the Yankees will be looking for a catcher. Maybe they don't want to maybe they get to a point where they say yeah, we don't listen. want to pay
2: gary sanchez top catcher money listen you never know we've said this about gary a lot and we've each had our own kind of theories as to why but gary has never become that player that uh everyone loves which is very rare when a yankee when the yankees bring a guy up from this from within the system it's very rare that that you know, fans don't take when they're as good Gary as Gary Sanchez is,
1: is not gotten the quote hometown discount. If that's something that you want or the hometown love from this fan base for whatever reason, I don't know what yeah. it is. People and you know, it's and now Aaron Judge is starting to feel it too because people feel that the guy can't stay on the field, which to a degree is true, but also not totally his fault.
2: Yeah, look, but, I mean, we've seen in this in this entire country that. Loyalty is kind of a thing of the past when it comes to something you love and how quickly you can hate it. Um, I don't think you're going to have a, a player like Derek Jeter ever again that's not only beloved by everyone within your fan base, but throughout Major League Baseball. You, you know, see how problem. quickly people turn on Judge. They, You know what the issue is is in my, And this might sound crazy, but
1: a lot of it has to do with frigging analytics. People can poke yeah. holes in in everybody's game. And you're always going to have that analytics crowd out there yeah. that doesn't like a player because he doesn't pop off the charts with his numbers. Whereas in Derek Jeter's day, even though he retired five years ago, yeah. this stuff was not prevalent like it is right now. Yeah, I think that's and fair. And that's why you hear it now, post-career, about how he sucked right. as a
2: fucking shortstop, right? Right which is idiotic, but I think, to be fair, when it comes to the Yankee fan base and it's someone who comes up to the system and and is successful right off the bat, I think their biggest gripe, really, with anyone is the health lately of of these players. Like, if you can't stay healthy, we don't, you know, no one cares how good you are or how much, how... Awesome you are off the field as much as you are on the field. If you can't stay healthy, no one has any patience for you. All
1: and right, so in some cases, I have think have, it's
2: justified.
1: Okay, so would you rather have Aaron Judge for hundred games or uh Shane Robinson for 155? Oh,
2: listen, I'm not part of that. I when it comes to guys like Stanton right now, I'm like, okay, let's fucking go. Right? When it comes to Gary, come on, let's fucking go because it's been too when it comes to San when it comes to Judge. I think, you have to, I think you have to be a little more fair when it comes to him because he's got to be your guy, right? you got to have a guy, and you got to stand behind him. So he's our guy. What if that guy. guy is not him? What if it's not him? He's got to be right now. He's Why our not? guy. Why not? Well, because we if, dubbed him our guy if, already.
1: What if the guy's standing at shortstop? Glaber. Yeah. Listen, maybe
2: maybe, Glabour. Maybe that happens, but then you know what? Shame on the Yankees for the judges' chambers and all this superstars? shit. superstars? Shame on the Yankees for having two superstars. No, shame on the Yankees for advertising Judge as if he's the next friggin' god of baseball and, and, and doing that to him and to us. I mean, he's our guy. We got to stand behind him. And if he, he can't stay healthy, listen, he had a freak injury that took him away a couple years ago. Other than that, now we've been dealing with this shoulder and now a broken rib, which, didn't end up. Didn't it end up as a collapsed lung as well. And he's still not one hundred percent.
1: Not from the lung. The lung is fine. Uh, yeah, but he broke his rib or cracked it playing hard. Already hard.
2: Uh, Listen, I like, am not getting on judges back right now. I'm just speaking to uh, the frustrations uh, uh, of uh, most of the fan base, or, and- or the fan base section of the <laughs> fan base that is denouncing him as as our guy.
1: And today is the three-year anniversary of Judge's monumental home run against the Orioles in the 500-degree weather uh, at Yankee Stadium that uh, Chris and I and our uh, wives were at. And I was reading and I was watching the clip on on Facebook, and I was reading through some of the comments. And you would think that Aaron Judge like stole these people's dogs the way they were speaking to him, uh, speaking about yeah, this guy. Yeah, because no one cares guy. anymore.
2: And once you you know once you piss people off, now it's that's it. There's no coming back from that's that. Sad. That's it. There's no there's no apologizing, there's <laughs> no making up for it. That's it. And Damn. uh I remember that day the that home run on a serious note was something that you know how people tell stories of like going to a game and just experiencing something that feels surreal, like you're not really seeing it. That was that moment for me. When he yeah, hit but, that fucking ball, <clears throat> I've never seen a ball hit like that in my life. We also
1: thought we were imagining shit because it was okay, so fucking hot Okay, so that's, that's out. my
2: second point was that I spent $45 on a stupid bottle with a fan, and it broke in, in 30 seconds. So that's the kind of... Sh- that's There's your revenue, fucking cheap jerk-offs. Pace. Oh, you're,
1: you're done with the show, Rye?
0: Yeah, I'm out. <laughs>
1: Because all I remember, I've never gotten dizzy from the heat, and I got dizzy from the heat that
2: day. Dizzy it from was, the dude, heat. Dude, it was hot, man. We and, did it. and we
1: and I don't even know what the hell we were still doing there at that point in time because uh, the Yankees were killing the Orioles in that game. I'll give you was, 10
2: bucks if you can tell me who started that game for the Yankees. Sonny Gray. Was it Sonny Gray? Right. Tables have turned. I'm giving you a little trivia now. Oh. This pitcher threw this one pitch in one of these years and started that for the Yankees. That was a milestone. <laughs> so, all right. So
1: next week, I, not only will I will I tell you the year it happened, I'll tell you the day it happened. <laughs> what is what his first name
2: is? Whatever, okay, whatever I, makes I, it easier sister. for Ryan to Google, as you're asking. Google, Google.
1: I'm I can't Google it. anymore.
2: I, I, I don't, don't know why. I want to say that Chad Green opened that game. Very good. good. Yeah, he opened it. Chad Green was the opener. And he got. Didn't he get rocked, but the Yankees came back? I believe he did have a bat. I think he did give up a few runs. He there. might have not given up like a lot of runs, but he was out after like an inning in, in the third. But at that That's time, Chad Green wasn't Chad Green. Chad. No, Gre- he was Chad Green. Was he Chad Green? But they were just Chad like, Green, the reliever? He was just more of like a guy that they were still flirting with being a, an actual starter. That wasn't. That wasn't like, ooh, maybe we'll have an opener. That was like, oh, oh Chad Green um, might still be a starter for us. No, I don't know about Chad that. Chad Green wasn't Chad Green. Yes, 100%, dude. I'm telling you. Was Zach Britton Zach Britton or was he Zach Britton? <sighs> I'm going to look that it, up. Dude. You guys banter for a minute. I want to look something up. With a K.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, he switched it to a K. So, he was probably old Zach Britton then.
2: Christian, I I'm telling you. I, forgot. They, I just want to see what the, the Yankees didn't start flirting with openers until when 2018 they might
1: have, I think for some reason they had to use one though I don't think Chad Green was uh, was a starter at that point
2: I don't think he was a starter either but what I'm saying is he wasn't he wasn't uh solidified as, as a big time reliever for us at that point I think the Yankees were still hoping that he could be a starter for them I'm almost uh, he- positive And I was pissed because I was just like, Leave this dude in the bullpen, man. All right, so here all right, so you
1: want to hear his, his innings pitched up until that point? Yeah up until including that point uh in the season. One, 3.2, three, 1.2, 1.1, 2.2, 3.1, and two innings in that game. And okay, so what our- you're
2: telling me he was pitching into the fourth inning. He wasn't like uh wasn't like he is now where he's like, Okay, Chad Green's our opener. Uh, you want to hear the the innings that he pitched also in those games? Yeah, eight, three, eight, three through six,
1: six through eight, six through seven, seven to eight, seven to nine, six to nine, and he started the game in against Baltimore. So he was used as a late inning reliever, pretty much up in at the beginning of twenty seventeen. Like a long guy, like a few innings. Yeah, he was the bridge guy. It, it would seem like, but he was pitching late in games. So he wasn't really the Yankees really weren't flirting with him as a starter at that point. Mm. And if you if I look quickly, that was the only time that he started a game that year. Every other time that Chad Green came into a game from that point on, it was the fifth inning or later.
2: Okay, Rain Man. Hey, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's
0: Brian Cashman's kinda like Rain Man. No, I mean, you know I, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> he has a, I'm
1: sorry, but he did. All, that was the only time he started that year, and he did have a couple games where he appeared in the fourth yeah. inning. But yeah, did, but yeah, that was it. And his longest outing of the season
2: was this person pitched in the fourth inning for was the his Yankees. First, was yeah. the second
1: and third a second and third outing of the year he pitched uh, over three innings. Other than that, he was he was under three the whole All time. Right, we get yeah, your like point's you good. Wrong. He plays hard. No, he plays hard. He plays hard. Oh I'm Chris, I know everything. But meanwhile, I just said I couldn't so you
2: slowly rolled dude <laughs> uh, you know what's gonna be really sad? When Gardner well, doesn't play another okay. game at Stripes. Can we uh can we bring this up? I know we were probably going to but it so maybe I'll wait. Christian, do you have anything else you want to say about that game? I, I mean, no.
1: So obviously, you have something on your mind. No, I was so.
2: just thinking. Like, okay, I was telling Stack I ride the other day. I was reading something. So, after a certain point, Manfred has the power to say, "Okay, you guys couldn't figure shit out. This is what's happening. This is how many games, and this is when it's going to start." Well, you, oh, hold on, hold off on that. Because uh, I wanted to, I wanted to do this poll.
1: We can do it real quick.
2: Yeah, so yeah, like do the poll. Like, That's my questions that we can get back to when we get to. I posted to it. it like 3 weeks ago. All right, let me hear it. Out of
1: out of these three Yankees that are unrestricted free agents at the end of the season, if you could only choose to re-sign one of them, who would you pick? DJ Tanaka or Paxton?
2: Oh, I saw that and I think I voted on it. Mm. For me it's for me See, it's so tough. You're asking people right now, correct? Like we uh, can't well, wait I, it out. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well <clears throat> I
1: asked him like three weeks ago. Man, well, we for me it's got
2: DJ was such a huge part of last year. If you can re-sign him, man, you gotta okay.
0: Yeah, I think it would have to be Lemehyu cuz who would you play? I I don't know, you could play you know and get Oh no though, they could get Francisco Lindor and put Torres back at second. Yeah, but you know Bye what? dude? two back. of those
2: pitchers, you got to you got to keep at least one. Maybe it maybe I maybe I'd go Paxton, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough.
0: I think, think to they'll not- get keep two of those three. Mm. Yeah, but I'm, I don't
2: we're, know though.
1: We Yeah, but we're asking like if you could only yeah. keep one of them, you're going with Lemehyu on that? So that would be. Hard I guess that's me an emotional
2: to, decision based off of because he who ran. Was the best he ran away
1: year. with the poll. He got sixty nine percent. Tanaka came in second with eighteen, and Paxton with thirteen percent. But I would probably say to Paxton would probably be my favorite to keep out of those three guys. I just think because he,
2: we. I think he could impact the team the most, Paxton.
1: Look, Lemay, you had an incredible season last year, but we, yeah. right
2: now, I mean, even if we we started
1: at. at at the regular start point in late March would DJ, may be a top four MVP candidate or top five MVP candidate again this year? I don't know about that.
2: I know. And then another thing though, like each of them have their own value in some way you got, obviously DJ is, you know, you have to, you you have to bring up how valuable he is based off last year. Then you got Paxton who is still young. he's, a top pitcher in the league, whether you want to believe it or not, um, and he's a great number two. But then you have Tanaka, who has been you know, good in all of his seasons, but has been absolutely on a different level in the postseason. So when you ask yourself, do the Yankees can the Yankees still get by without Paxton and DJ make it to the postseason? Tanaka becomes your most valuable because in my opinion, out of all those guys, he's the one that you want to throw into a game.
1: Yeah. Paxton's got the bigger upside though. His stuff is so much better. He
2: does. He has, he has a bigger upside,
1: but, I don't ten, think Tanaka but you, can be,
2: you don't think, I don't he can think be Tanaka that can be dominant for that right much now. longer. Uh, listen in the po- Do not. I don't care if he's going on 55 years old until he shows you that he can't be as good in the postseason. We have no right to doubt him in any way once once the regular season's over. He has been that good.
1: I'll just say without Severino, especially and next guy.
2: That's another guy I keep forgetting about.
1: Fucking you could, Severino, I think, man. I think you're gonna have I think if, if you were faced with that choice, if the Yankees were like, we we can only give out one big contract this year, and it has to be one of these three guys, who are we choosing? If I'm signing a check, I think I have to give it to James Paxton. I really do. I think the Yankees are better served with having him stand behind uh, Garrett Cole than, say, Tanaka, or not having a starting pitcher at all because think, where's the Yankees' rotation after Garrett Cole? Where is it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there's so many question marks around Severino, and there shouldn't be at this point. Like, by this time... If you asked us three years ago what we'd be thinking about Severino in 2020, it would be he's our ace, uh, he's unstoppable, and he's one of the best pitchers in the league. And instead we're like, is he ever going to be the same guy? Uh, We went out and got our own ace, and he's still hurt, so we don't even know when he's coming back. And there's still so many question marks. Cause you'd be looking at what mid of mid 2021 before you see
1: Severino and you know, he's not going to jump back in and right. be a top level pitcher. At that you know what's point so, either. you
2: know, what's so sad. When did, uh, when did he have his first full, like really big season, 2018, 2017. And then after that we were like, okay, we need, we saw how good he could be to start the year. No, but I'm thinking of at 2018. Of I'm thinking of 2018.
0: Yeah, yeah, 2018 was the year he won 19 games. He started. He was the best pitcher in baseball in the first so half. So after that yeah, but he season, he was phenomenal.
2: He was really phenomenal in the second half of 2017 is when he really turned it on. So then, mm-hmm. so then that's when we were like, "Oh, Seve's coming into his own. Let's see what he could do in his first full year of being this dominant, you know, name." 2018 comes around and he's dominant and to another level, and we're all excited. And then he falls off the face of the earth, and we're like, "Okay, he's still young." He's got to prove to us now that he can be that dominant throughout a full season. And since that time, we still have not been able to see that from him. And, and two years have passed, and now an, another full one will. So we won't even get a chance to possibly in 2021, depending on how he's feeling. That's a problem for me. That's the biggest problem that the Yankees have right now when it comes to pitching. So go to his house
1: and throw a flaming garbage it's, can. Listen, the it's, not his,
2: it's not his fault. Uh, it, shit it happens. Happens. We
1: gotta, no, you blame people when shit happens to them. He got hurt, so blame him for <laughs> it.
2: And go throw a flaming garbage can through his window because
1: that's what you want to do. Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe I will. Hold him accountable. Hold right? him accountable for trying these to pitch guys while knew he's injured.
1: that some maniac sitting in his attic was going to throw a flaming garbage can through their
2: window, if they got hurt, they would wouldn't you get really hurt anymore. put it past anyone at this point? Do you really not think there's enough maniacs out there that would... That would think to do something like that at least. That there's not one maniac sitting home going, "You know what? If Severino's yeah, not fucking healthy next year, I'm gonna and f- his attic."
1: <laughs> you should show up at John Carl Stan's house and just stand out there. And I would. Be like, I, I would. Be you hit. think he you has know, a you gate? You know, you think he has a gate? I'm sure he does. I'm sure he definitely does. I know and, the passcode. And I'm sure, and he would take one look at you and he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving now." So I don't. I don't need this guy outside my house. 6 6'9". I'm, nine, I'm, I'm, hel- six, I'm nine. healthy. I'm, I'm healthy. 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 So I didn't really hear much of it because it was very depressing. Uh, Evan, last week, because Joe was on vacation, did the top Yankee wins, top Yankee losses of the last 25 years, and he also did it for the Mets. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard them debate it a little bit, and I got to say – to on the on the sour side nothing's gonna top game seven in 2001 world series that's always gonna be the worst loss in yankee in my yankee fandom it always is
2: yeah i gotta say that's
1: way worse that's way worse than any of the games in two, mm, 2004. i disagree i 2004 dis- as a whole i still can't even put it up there because you're on the precipice of winning a world series you're game 7 ninth inning with Mariano Rivera on the mound and you lose that yeah
2: yeah I gotta just say though that yeah I guess because you went into game 7 in 2004 and you just knew you knew it wasn't gonna happen you knew that they had blown it at that point Hmm. but oh that that feeling You, you know I was talking to Ryan about this the other day and I should've used this as as my uh argument when we were talking about you know would this season feel the same shortened season if the Yankees win it and I went into my debate that I'm sure we can get to in a little bit but one of my things was the like a real season when you when you watch the Yankees in the playoffs right and they lose like let's just take last year when when Altuve hits that home run your entire life for that moment just comes out of you like you just you're nothing at that point even if it's just for 30 minutes you just don't understand what you just watched and it's because a true baseball fan goes through something that no other fan of any sport goes through in a 162 game season to build up to that moment and if you don't if you want to look at it if you don't want to agree with me that if they win it won't it'll still feel the same fine But my argument to that is that it won't because if they lose it, it won't feel the same. It just won't. It's not the same amount of time and energy and emotion that you're putting into it. So as a fan, I don't think I will feel the same if the Yankees win a World Series. Unless they, give me a, unless they well, give me at scumbag. least 82 games. I need at least scum- 82. You're a,
1: scumbag, you're a scumbag loser. Nobody likes you. If
2: they give me 50 and they win a World Series, of course I'm going to be excited and whatever. No, but, you're not allowed. No, no. That's but it. you know what? I won't say that why I feel are we truly even, why satisfied. Are we even doing,
1: we're still doing the show for hope that there's going to be baseball this year. So they only play 50 games, why Why would we even spend time talking about it if
2: it doesn't mean anything to you? It's not, I didn't. never once said it didn't mean anything to me. I no, just said at, that. As a I, hear fan. I, I, I hear what
1: I want. I hear what I want. As long and as you interpret admit it
2: the way I want, it. as and long interpret as you it admit the way that, I want as long as you everybody admit else gets to do it, so I get to do it. As too. long as you admit it, I'm fine with it. Then I will let you have your moment.
1: I don't want my moment. Is I just it? want to. I just want to ridicule you for saying that 50
2: games doesn't matter. So why should we even spend time talking about but it like, every week? But like my my debate should have been this to you back when we had it, right? If a if a baseball team Yeah, we got spoiled in the late 90s, early 2000s, but if a baseball team only wins one World Series every 10 years, I don't want this year to be one of my 10 years. I want a full fucking season where they grind it out, up and down, back and forth for 162 games and fucking really earn it. You know? If this is going to be my one World Series in the next 10 years, I don't want it. That's my point. And l- listen, I'm assuming in my head at this point there's only gonna be forty-five games. And if that's the case, I'm not saying don't give me baseball. Always give me baseball. I'm just telling you how I don't I'll
1: feel. Fuck you. You're no, you are
2: a scumbag. You are. You are. Look at who look who's talking, bro. Because What's you know talking? what it is? Here's here's what people like you do. When someone's making a valid point, instead of instead it's of not valid. That's why I'm blocking it. No, no, no! Instead of just kind of talking it out, whatever you j- just mock it and downplay it as if as if I'm so little it shouldn't exist. It, it shouldn't little, exist, Danny. And listen, it's my opinion. You're, I I feel what I want to feel, and I'm entitled to that. You're not. You're all, everybody's
1: entitled to everything. Yeah. So I guess you're entitled to your opinion. It's fine. You can have it. Uh, it's a dumb opinion because you just told me that fifty games doesn't matter. World Series doesn't matter. Never said any of that. You know, it doesn't count. Like you'll you'll laugh at Yankee. The Yankees win this year in a fifty game season, and the Yankee fans nope. walking down the street with a World Series t shirt on. You'll laugh at him and tell them it doesn't matter. It doesn't count. The last time we won was two thousand nine. Nope, never do that. You're you're a fake ass fan for wearing that shirt.
2: That's who. That's gonna be you. I will never do that. That it will still be a World Series win If it's a World you Series win
1: want an asterisk next to it you, You're okay with the Houston nationals cheating No asterisks but the Yankees win this year What I'm saying
2: asterisk. is If I can admit that I will not feel the same When they lose but you don't know that. You're telling me that
1: now. You don't know that. I'm telling. I'm told you what I tell you weeks ago. Once the game start, it doesn't matter if there's one or a fucking hundred of them. Once you put your heart and soul into that one fucking game or a hundred games or whatever it is, once you dump your all your emotions into it and they don't come out on top, you're gonna you're gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt you. You're not gonna oh. walk around and be like. Oh, they played twenty games this year. Who cares? I'm gonna will be, be optimistic. Then. Now somebody told. Now somebody took it away from you and gave it back to you, and you didn't get what you wanted in the end. I'm
2: gonna, gonna be gonna optimistic. Be worse. and I'm gonna and I'll look at it glass half full. What you're doing for the first time in your life, and I will say you're probably right. But let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> in fifty games. We know better than any other fan out there that in 50 games, a team is not solidified. You are going to see playoff teams that should not be there. And you are going to see teams that miss the playoffs that should be there.
1: You know what? Oh, well, that's the rules that we're playing with this year. And you know what? The Yankees aren't one of those teams after 50 games. I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to be mad about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, they only play 50 games. It doesn't matter. That's not how I'm gonna feel about it. i like I waited three and a half extra months for goddamn baseball. Baseball came back, and the Yankees weren't even fucking good enough to play in an expanded postseason in 50 games. I'm gonna be—that's gonna aggravate me to no end. I'm <laughs> aggravated. Don't, don't tell me that. Oh, in 50 games, I won't feel anything. And after oh. they lose, I'm gonna tweet it. So you feel how you want to feel and the rest of us are going to feel the way that we're supposed to feel. Okay. So don't call me when the Yankees win a World Series after a 50 game season. Be like, "Oh, we won. Let's pop champagne." Don't call me. No, once they make out.
2: the postseason, I'm just going to go buy a bottle of champagne and it will jinx them again. Is
1: is Ryan there?
2: Yeah, he's here. Yeah. He's distracted. Um, no, I'm are, here. I'm are you, are you I'm, I'm here. Are He's you, enjoying did, us.
1: Did you watch comp? Were you watching comp videos right there? Compilations? Compilation.
0: Compilation. Yeah. yeah, I was watching a bunch of comps. Well, we were, I was joking with Ryan
1: a couple days ago because now they said that sex scenes in movies might be CGI because <laughs> of the fucking coronavirus. Yeah, <sighs> uh, uh, there's
2: good, it going. Keep good it going, graphics though. in this porn.
1: So two dudes can lay on top of each other, beating each other up, but a guy and a girl or a guy and a guy, if, you know, if it is 2020 or you know, a girl and a girl something. or a girl and a girl, 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 you know, whatever male. Is. You can go
2: male, female, female, whatever,
1: whatever, type of sex team is out there. You mean to tell me that they can't make out and roll on the bed for a few minutes, but you know, that that's how coronavirus will get attracted. But dudes bleeding on each other and chicks bleeding on each other in a fight. That's Okay.
2: I don't think it's I don't think uh it's ch- transmitted through blood. But what about sweat? Sweating on each other. Sweat and tears. You- you I don't get it.
1: There's a lot of hip there's a lot of hypocrisy with this coronavirus. So I'll just it's say gone that. now.
2: It's gone, you didn't know that. <clears throat> it was it was the deadliest thing in the entire world based off of what they did and now it's gone. So you tell me how how serious it was.
1: We'll, we'll we'll see i'm sure that the uh, the numbers will spike in, few, in in the coming weeks and then we'll all be locked back up inside
2: and you know i lost people from it who died from it so the virus itself could could be deadly but what they did yeah you and now what they're doing you have every right to question it and to not know what the fuck is going on
1: Well, we'll segue out of that into not knowing what the hell is going on. We're, as we close out the show here with the owners and players, uh, still, not players. At, still not at an agreement to play baseball. Um, Rob Manfred the other day came out and said there will be baseball this year.
2: I oh, 100% great. guarantee it.
1: Who will be on the field, though? That's a different question because the players can still not agree to anything and they can put scabs out there, which will be super to sit there and watch uh, ten Mike Fords play baseball for the Yankees this year.
2: Well, we did that last year with the Yankees, and they were pretty good. So, <clears throat> so when uh, so when baseball steps in, what you're saying is when baseball steps in and they say games are being played, it doesn't mean they're saying, "Okay, here's what you're getting paid. Here's what it's going to be. Take it, take it, and get on the field." It's you can leave it but we're going to replace you with players.
1: I can absolutely do that. It's happened before.
0: Yeah. Here's what Manfred said. He said, I would prefer to negotiate a new agreement with the MLB uh, PA that gets us more games and resolves the issues. But uh, at the end of the day, we negotiated for the right in March to start the season on a number of games that we select in these particular circumstances. And if we have to, we will exercise that right. Wow. So, So they they'll they'll be able to. So what we said
1: what I was asking last week is why can't baseball just say come back and play and you have to play and they can absolutely do that. And then the players can say no and then they'll be replaced, which again, who the hell is going to sit there and watch, you you know, these thousands or or hundreds of minor leaguers that got released in the past few weeks will probably be chomping at the bit because they'll probably be getting phone calls to come play. But who the hell is going to sit there and watch that? Nobody. Okay that's probably where i'll draw a line is if there's not actual major league baseball players on the field i uh, probably will not watch that I, then if you <laughs> you want to say that uh the world series won't count that year no it it, it
2: won't why so. can't we just pretend though that it's just like last year when everyone was hurt at one time like i thought i wouldn't feel the same when all those players were out at once but i did and they kept winning because everybody else's team wasn't okay. injured. See how I made you say that there? That's your argument. What's my argument? That it would be be because everyone else wouldn't be there.
1: Exactly. You're, you were bringing into the context of one team. The league as a whole was still operating under normal circumstances last year, and you still had enough smattering of regular Major League Baseball players on the Yankees last year for it to still be something, whereas you just have nobody. In any team this year It's not the same uh, Not only the analogy
2: you're trying to make But it's not the same thing No sometimes in a good show You have to think what some listeners will think And they wish you would bring it up So I brought it up So that you couldn't give that argument And it's it's very valid If there's every team the Yankees are playing Are a bunch of fucking no names Then it becomes a pointless season I mean nothing to be excited for And baseball is better off, seriously, better off just not doing anything at all. I mean, Ryan was pretty worked up over this, by the way, over the weekend.
1: What was the last uh, proposed 89 games or some shit?
2: 89 will feel like a a legitimate season to me. Who proposed 89? The players. I
1: think that was the last I heard was 89 games. I don't know what side it came out on. Apparently there's an
2: opening day date out there.
1: Yeah, they said July 10th now because they can't get together in time to open on July 4th weekend, which is sucks because that would have been great July 4th weekend to have baseball because apparently I heard this on uh, the fan yesterday or two days ago that uh, – they need three weeks to get the fields ready to play, and that includes adding uh, social distancing provisions into the Jesus. into the locker rooms and whatever else that they have to do. So they need three weeks to do that, and apparently instead of doing it now while we're still sitting on our hands waiting for baseball to come to an agreement, they're not going to do shit until the agreement's made.
2: Don't you think that the CDC has come out enough and said, yeah, it can still transmit through um, – through people who don't aren't showing symptoms but it's very rare don't you think we can like lighten up on that a little bit like if you're not feeling sick that there's not as much preparation that has to go into keeping the players apart like are we still gonna have no fucking no high fives and no celebrations because of it I mean we gotta we gotta at least come to a point where we're listening to the new developments of this bullshit and and, like, be like, okay, maybe we can still start July 4th as long as they come to an agreement, and we'll work things out as we go along.
1: Well, I don't know if you heard this this morning on Boomer and Geo, but Jerry Recco is very into uh, travel little league teams, like, he coaches them for his Mm kids, and he was and there's a league that he's gonna play in in Delaware that's starting up soon and uh, they have banned the stealing you cannot steal second base because uh, this way the first baseman can socially distance from the runner oh my gosh. yeah no, so, no. So you you can't hold on this way you, you don't have, you can't hold on the runner so he's not allowed to steal and also the catcher must be six feet behind yeah, I was home gonna say. Plate. And if the if you don't feel comfortable with that, then
2: your team can play without a catcher. No, no. Listen, if you're gonna give me that bullshit, just just stop. I don't want it. I didn't say this was happening in Major League Baseball. No, I'm saying in anywhere, in anywhere.
1: This is a little league. This is a league of youth league in Delaware. It's the
2: dumbest thing I've ever heard in
1: my life. So, what is it? As a pitcher, as a former pitcher, if there's no catcher
2: there, how do you? Pitch. It's not the same. No, they, shouldn't,
0: they shouldn't even have
2: a pitcher. It should just be a
0: machine at that
2: point, yeah. like a batting catch. And listen, the catcher going six feet back or whatever sounds real. It sounds really stupid that this would be a big deal. Maybe not as much in Little League, but do you know the psychology behind a pitcher? Then where's the umpire? Behind a pitcher hitting that glove from 60 feet, six inches uh, in major leagues? Like if they were to suggest that in some way uh, on a Pony League level, at that point, like not hearing that same pop, not reaching your target the way you're you're normally used to, you're not playing baseball at that point. You're playing some fucking stupid altered version of it. So don't if play you, it.
1: If you had to pitch without a catcher, how would you pitch? Would you just throw it down the middle as I hard as you could?
2: I wouldn't. I would tell them See, to go fuck themselves. Able to. I don't know how you would
1: do that. Like, how would you set up your breaking pitches? I mean, I'd still strike
2: people the fuck out. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't do, I would not do it. It, it is the, uh-huh. that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you're that scared for the kids lives that they'll get this thing or spread it or whatever, then don't have baseball. It's not that important. If it's, if it's that serious to you after all the data that's come out that people serious? don't even, that people don't even care to read that if it's that serious to you, then why are you risking it for little league baseball? Serious? Like, seriously, come on. I worked
1: for this Egyptian pizza man, and I only...
2: How do you know that he's Egyptian?
1: He's a, because he, his name was Egyptian. Uh, you asked me. I know what his real name is, and if I try to say it's going to come off racist, so I'm not going to do it. Uh He's Egyptian, but he he went by whatever pizzeria that he owned at the time. Like he owned a pizzeria and it, it bought it, and it was named Tommy. So he <laughs> went by Tommy. When he, he moved up here and he bought a pizzeria, It was formerly known as Jimmy. So he went by Jimmy. <laughs> That's but great. He would when you would say something to him, he would go serious, serious, I like serious. That. That's you cute. would say it like. Uh, I worked. I used to work Sundays, and I would be watching football. And he asked me, and he goes, "What's going on in the game?" And I said, "Oh, the Giants just scored a touchdown." And he goes, "Serious?"
0: <laughs>
1: or you'd be like, he, pretty he, good Egyptian like, accent." Come come give it to him. He'd be like, he'd be come in. He'd come in from the kitchen and be like, "How many orders do we have?" And I tell him three. He goes, "Serious?"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember one time it was really busy there, and um. He 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 wouldn't hire kitchen staff. He had to do everything himself, and he would have these little house salads that would go out with the dinners, and it was just basically like a chunk of lettuce, some olives, onions, a cucumber in a little styrofoam dish. So I mean, how complicated is it to make it? So I I made four or five of them. He came over and he smacked them all on the ground, and I said, <laughs> "What? I said, what the fuck are you doing?" And he goes, "Do you see the sign that says Jimmy?" They want food from Jimmy. They don't want food from Christian.
2: I heard Egyptians have a uh, very bad temper.
1: Yeah, he was probably drunk too. So <laughs> He would drink vodka alone in the kitchen a lot. I want to have this guy on the show. Yeah, he was down the street from me, so I'm sure we can arrange it. So I don't know if there's anything else that uh, we need to get to today. No, I, I, mean, I, I don't want to shortchange the fans on this whole negotiating thing. But as I said last week, like no, until something to the ground happened, I don't want to talk. Like I really don't want to talk about it. Like yeah, Manfred came out said that it will be baseball, but again, it doesn't mean anything because the players can still tell the owners to go fuck themselves. And yeah, there will be baseball, but I mean, it'll. Ryan, you play MLB The Show, right? You go on the single A oh, rosters. Yeah. You never. You, all these guys are rated like 48 with yeah, fake names. Would, that'd, would be, be that'd, like, that'd be it'd like, like it'd
0: be, uh, Trey hitting cleanup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it'd be, that that would be what you would be
0: watching. So, Jason Dominguez will maybe get his a uh, crack at it.
2: It's like when it's like when you're fighting your girlfriend or your wife, and they're like, "Do you want to talk about it?" And you're just like, "I don't want to fucking talk about it." That's how we are. That's where we're at now. If they play this season
0: not at full strength with any sort of replacement involved in it, then I'd have no interest.
2: Yeah, and Uh, you want to know what? That's the last thing they're going to do because it completely defeats the purpose of, of what they've been trying to accomplish over the last however many years. You throw out a shit product in any capacity. At this point, you're killing the sport completely. Yes. Yep yeah you can't come back after all this time and put out a so Rob Manfred's a fucking idiot for coming out there and saying I promise you 100% Yeah, because you know what that just did it fueled more fire in the in the fucking in the uh, players association
1: and you know who Rob Manfred works for works for the owners. Yep. And what he just did was fuck the people that he works for because now the players have the ball in their court because this asshole came out and said, I guarantee you there will be baseball and no one's going to pay to see Jeff Wilpon and Hal Steinbrenner swinging bats. I'm sorry. They're just, That's not how that's going to work. So, you know, you got the players sitting there saying... Jeter,
2: though, maybe. Maybe Jeter will play this year. Maybe if Hal Steinbrenner promises to fucking drill Wilpon right in his head, the Mets will sign up for it. Mets Mets fans will sign up for it. Would would you guys be down for a classic season where it's all retired players? I'd fuck with that.
1: Could you resurrect, like, Babe Ruth?
2: Yeah. So this this is a video game. This is a video game.
1: Like, uh, I don't know, like, do some, like... Do some like alien shit, like in Justice League, where they put Superman in that <laughs> alien water.
0: Yeah, sure, just like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you would bring Babe Ruth back to life. How else you gonna do it? You I would. Better. I would think about it, man. We'll talk. We'll figure something out. All
1: right, so I don't know what else we need to figure out, but we'll figure out some for the show next week. When Chris officially loses the game, he thinks he's in it right now. Let me tell you something.
0: I love fourteen with seven questions left. You'd have to go perfect, and I'd have to.
2: I love the underdog. Right, Mm. I love it, and I love being one. Okay, I love when everyone doubts me. So, so, so you're really you're doing yourself really wrong right now by fueling me because I so promise you know,
1: so if Ryan gets the opening stat right and nails the first question yeah. on the three-pointer I mean then you you're you're done dude you're done because no you, you wouldn't be done but you'd have to you'd have to go you'd have to go six for six and hit everyone on the first clue you have no margin for error none wow. I got this. You can actually you can't I you would have to score on average two points on every question. Yeah, dude. I fucking I I'm actually yeah, right. good at
2: math. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I
1: just want, I wanted I just want to put it out there for you to understand how tough this is for you. Um, yeah. Put it the out underdog. there. Put it out
2: there. I'm gonna keep snagging it underdog, the fuck. The underdog. Down.
1: I'm the underdog.
2: I'm gonna actually fucking I'm coming <sighs> in next week with a fucking Face paint, no shirt, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna paint underdog on my chest. Can you
1: please wear a shirt? Nobody needs to see that. Seriously, I'm you
0: might,
2: too- might want to
1: invest in some wife beaters. Also, it would help you tremendously. Serious,
2: that's that's friend to friend there. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That was one of the most fucked up things you've ever said. It's like my wife trying to convince me to try on one of her bras the other night. Oh man. Your wife wanted you to wear a bra? She was making fun of my titties. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying
1: is that people close to us have, are, are worried about your heart condition.
2: I actually oh, have a right? great and strong heart. Yeah, Chris. You're getting dizzy and shit now randomly. <laughs> <laughs> and amazing blood pressure. Like doctors take my blood pressure and they stop and they're like, Can you do that again? Because and <laughs> right, right in front of me, because they don't believe that the that my blood pressure could be good
1: okay die who cares i'm i certainly don't so
2: (laughs) oh god can i tell you a quick story i went to a doctor once like last year and it was my first time there and she weighed me and she sat down and she looked at me and she was like okay so you know you're pretty overweight and i was like yeah and in my head i'm going what she (laughs) and then her next words are okay um, so how is your blood pressure? Go- and I'm like, did you just go out of your way to fucking tell me I was overweight as if I didn't know and then not even give me any like medical suggestion? My god, that's funny,
1: Ryan. Why don't you whip him into shape, bro? Seriously,
0: no, I'm starting I a carnivore diet next shape. week, dude. Carnivore you diet, do you want to start shooting with me? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna-
2: carnivore diet. Yeah,
0: we could do that too, that'll get us. A carnivore um, diet carnivore? i'm herbivore
2: hell yeah bro carnivore diet it works someone i knew from college just lost 200 pounds over the last four years on it is that keto it's it's like it but it's much more effective
1: mm. all right why don't you just try working out maybe that'll be effective
2: uh no so fat oh, diets so oops not, with me it's yeah. not a fat diet it is not a fad diet. If it before has a name you, like
1: carnivore diet, it's a fad diet. <laughs> before, you,
2: before you start making assumptions, why don't you actually do your homework first? And then we'll have the, uh, an educated discussion about it next week.
1: Look, if you put a fancy word like carnivore in front of it, it's a fad diet, okay? Mm-hmm. We all can. I can stand to lose 20, but you know what? You, yeah, you, I can lose you 20.
0: Yeah, let's okay, do a I'm challenge. On. Let's do a weight loss challenge.
1: Well, you know what? You gotta go downstairs in your basement, and you gotta go. You gotta go run every little, every couple of days. You gotta go pump some iron. You gotta go do something about it. Not just go on some on some stupid diet and think that's gonna change your life. You gotta get in shape, bro. You got three kids you gotta chase around.
2: Mm. Since when the fuck did you become so concerned with my <laughs> life? You're a dad now. You tell me what I gotta wear. How I gotta <laughs> fucking stay healthy. Why don't you shave I'm, your fucking face? Why don't you die then? Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> he will be dying uh, after next. His hair. <laughs> oh, that, was that was a
1: good setup, Ryan. That's that was great. like to Malone right there. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's wrap up the show here. We want to thank everybody for listening to episode one seventy nine of the NYYST podcast. Chris, please don't get your panties in a bunch. I'm not. I want you mm. to be healthy and live long enough to, uh, you know. Not All right, I'll buy some wife they...
2: beaters
0: next week for you. Thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: at least live one more week so I could beat you at something. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, live long enough for Ryan to embarrass you on the show next <laughs> week. <laughs> He's gonna go downstairs and cry to Meg now. Yeah, Yeah, nah, look, they made kid. fun of me. Fuck <laughs> you. <Yeah.
0: laughs> All
1: right, thank you for listening. Episode one seventy nine. Please follow us on Twitter. uh At NYY Sports Talk, go to our MySpace page.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We have one mutual friend, Tom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 179 of the NYYST podcast. Stat guy Ryan. Yo, Yanks. Chris, say goodbye.
0: Peace.